everyone, Piper here. Mountain Man Jack put me in charge of looking for some new base camp recruits. We're looking for people who want quality entertainment, action, suspense, jokes, and Christ-centered biblical principles. If that sounds like you, then we want you to go to lifeaction.org slash basecamp, where you can find audio dramas, books, and more. Come join us. You're in for the climb of your life. Hey, parents and guardians. I'm Matt Fredericks, one of the producers of Basecamp Adventures. This episode deals with fear and may be scary or too intense for some listeners. We encourage you to listen to this episode before your little ones. We hope this episode will spark some great discussion with your children about how God is with us when we're scared. Thanks for listening. Life Action Ministries presents Base Camp Adventures. Detective Tams, good to see you. Hello, Matt Man Jack. Pleasure to see you again. Likewise. What's it been? A month since y'all got back from that crazy trip to Mongolia? Sounds about right. Well, again, I can't thank you enough for bringing Sue and the girls back safe and sound. It was a group effort. Sure, sure. So what brings you by? Uh, oh, I just thought you might like to have this back. I think I've hit a dead end. My journal? Did you find out what you wanted to know? Well, yes and no. I believe I mentioned the journal I recovered from Snood in Mongolia. Sure did. Mighty peculiar. Quite. It's of the same make and bears the same handwriting as the journal you found here on Mount Eternity. Along with the tree insignia on the cover and the title on the first page, Tales from Adhara. Yep. Well, with the journals combined, I did a little more research on what most intrigued me. These continued references to a door. Some kind of metaphor or parable? Strangely, I don't think so. The villages around the area where the second journal was found in Mongolia are filled with old legends that correspond to people and places found in these books. I think this door might be a real thing. That this land of Adhara might truly exist. Hmm. Well, I don't know, Detective. The stories in them journals make great parables. But what you're saying... Sounds a little far-fetched. I'm telling you, Matt Manjack, I believe these clues lead to a real place. But with the journals being so vague, the trail's gone cold. If I could just find the next piece of the puzzle, I'm sure we'd eventually find this door to Adhara. You have got to be kidding me. Oh? Sorry, miss. We were in the middle of a conversation. Can I help you? I don't know. It sounds like I might be able to help you. What you mean? I, I couldn't help overhearing. Yeah, sorry about that. It was an unusual conversation. No, no, you don't understand. The door to Adhara. Yes? I know where it is. What? what? Who Who are you? My name is Claire Callahan. I've been using the door to travel to the land of Adhara for years. What do you think they're talking about in there? No clue. All I know is I saw Joe and Sue run in there after Mount Me and Jack called them in. Detective Thames is in there, too. And that new lady. Have you ever seen her before? Never. Neither have I. Hmm. Joe's stroking his beard. What does that mean? It means he's thinking. Or that he's suspicious. Suspicious of what? Maybe whatever they're talking about. Uh-oh, quick, duck! They're coming this way! So, do you think you can remember the spot? The exact spot where you found your journal? I think so. It was down in a cave. Not too hard to forget. But I don't understand. What exactly are you hoping to find? I'm not sure yet. 
But you mentioned seeing a blue light when you found it. I'm not sure what it was, but yeah, looked like a blue light. Then let's go. Joe, you mind staying here and holding down the fort? Well, uh, you mind doing it, Sue? I don't trust this Claire girl. The way she's talking, she might have escaped from a mental hospital or something. Um, sh- sure, Joe. I- I'll handle it. Good. Then I'll come with you, Jack, as will I. Okay, then. Let's get going. Long way down. Yeah. I repelled to go down and get the journal. Then let's repel. Roomy. He was here. Right here, just laying on the ground. And you didn't have to do anything special to access this cave? Like what? I don't know, a clue that led you here, or a secret entrance? Uh, no. Nothing like that. But all the journals you allegedly found back in your hometown were hidden away somewhere? Well, yeah. Fascinating. Look, Miss Claire, no offense, but I think you might just be making this whole thing up. I can understand why you would think that, but I'm telling you, growing up I found three of these journals in my hometown, and and I found the door to the land of Adhara. Like you were just talking about. And where was that door again? In... in my local library. Uh-huh. Look, I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. When I heard about the campfire stories you were telling here at base camp, I recognized them immediately, which is why I came. Since you found a journal here, I thought maybe there'd be another door here, too. Cool! Ah! Piper, ugh, don't sneak up on me like that. Hmm. Terrence and Albert, too. Hi. Hey. What are the three of y'all doing up here? Can you blame us? You know how curious I am. We followed you. <sighs> it was dangerous to come up here without a supervisor. Well, we're here now, so what's this about your journal, Mountain Man Jack? Wait, do you all hear that? Sure do. What is it? Uh, guys, I think the more important question is, what is that? It's... The blue light. It's... It's... It's the door! Incredible! It looks like a genuine Einstein-Rosen bridge. Oh, what? In layman's terms, a wormhole. What? That's impossible! Wait, uh, wait, what's happening? We're getting sucked in! This... this has never happened before! Grab onto something, kids! Piper, grab my hand! My arms lack the proper musculature to hold on much longer! Albert! He's gone! I'm going after him! Jack, wait! Joe? Are you alright, Detective? I think so, but where are the others? Jack? Jack! Albert! Albert! Can you hear me? Affirmative, Mountain Man Jack. Albert! Thank God you're alright. Mountain Man Jack? Piper! Terrence! Y'all are okay, too. Y'all seen Joe or the detective? No. Where are we? I've never been to this part of Mount Eternity before. Whew, it's freezing. This ain't Mount Eternity. It's not? Not unless new rock formations sprouted out of the ground in the last five minutes. You're right. This isn't Mount Eternity. Claire? This is Ola Mountain, the largest mountain in Adhara. Adhara? Yes, Mountain Man Jack. You mean... 
You are in another world. We are right in the middle of enemy territory. Whoa! Watch your step there, Piper. Hurry, you guys. We've got to get to the base of the mountain by nightfall. Why is that? Traveling by night is the only way we'll traverse the flat country undetected. Because we've stumbled into the middle of a war? Unfortunately, yes. If we can make it to Tomcote, the capital city, I can get you all home through the portal I normally use. Ugh, I'm still trying to get used to all this other world stuff. I'm sorry we're so far from the capital. I've never even heard of a door to Adhara anywhere near Mount Olam before. This is truly fascinating, Mountain Man Jack. A wormhole has taken us to another world. And based on what you told me about your exposure to the so-called Project 17 during your time in the military, I think it's highly unlikely an Einstein-Rosen bridge forming in your general vicinity is a coincidence. Your exposure to extra-dimensional energy could have triggered the rift. I don't know what to think, Albert. Wormholes and space-time continuum mumbo-jumbo is a little outside my expertise. All I know is God's still in control, and I'm leaning on him. But this is a whole other universe. How do we know there's not a different God here? Now, Albert, don't let all this theoretical hoo-ha trip you up. There's only one God. And if this really is some other world or universe, well, you can bet the farm that God made this one too. Just like he made all the other stars and planets. Of course, for all I know, this is some crazy dream or vision or something. It's always felt pretty real to me, Mountain Man Jack. But you're right. The same God we worship is the Lord of Adhara as well. Here they call him the Maker King. They have the same scriptures we do too, even though the rest of the history of this world is different from ours. How is that possible? The people brought the scriptures with them from Earth. It's a long story, but from what I was able to uncover studying the archives in Tomcote and matching them with the records in our world, the first door to open to Adhara showed up in Mongolia around 300 AD, then another one in Europe around 1500. There weren't any humans here before that. The people who live here now are the descendants of the settlers who crossed over then. Wow. That's quite a story. Once we're down the mountain, I'll try to find us some horses in Masius. Be thankful we didn't come down the other side of the mountain and have to travel through Shona Forest. Wait, the Shona Forest? From the story of Regina's torch? Well, here they call her Regina the Brave, but yeah, she's one of Adhara's more important historical figures. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying Regina was a real person? Uh-huh. The same with everyone from the Adhara journals. <sighs> what about Marcus or the Good Prince? Yep. Surely you're not suggesting Taitu, a talking monkey, was real. Taitu of Truncatus. Yes, that is what I'm suggesting. Even Sin the Camel? That's one of Adhara's more mysterious stories, so records about him are sketchy, but yes, I believe he was real. Ugh. Well, I'm officially creeped out. But what about the time he reappeared as a toucan? That's a good question. There are legends about creatures who used to live south of Shona who could shapeshift. The ancient Adharans called them Bunglons. No one knows for sure, but I think he actually might have been one of those. That makes sense. Bunglon is a Mongolian word for chameleon. Come on, the sun's getting lower. We need to pick up the pace. Okay, now that we're down, we'll travel as far as we can tonight. My feet are killing me. Me too. I know it's rough, kids, but we better follow Claire's lead on this. 
She seems to know what she's talking about. Thanks for the vote of confidence, Mountain Man Jack. Come on, Masias isn't too far from here. We could possibly find some horses and... Who is... Get down! Yes, Commander. Fan out, men. What's going on? It's soldiers from the Shining Dark. The what? You know the war I mentioned? Yeah? Well, the Shining Dark are what we would call the bad guys. Uh-oh. What do we do? I don't know. I'm a scribe, not a soldier. Well, I used to be. What direction do we need to go to get to that village y'all were talking about? Southwest. It's not too far. All right. Judging by the torches, I'd say there's maybe ten of them. I concur, Mount Man Jack. Fiddlesticks. Way they're fanning out, we'll be surrounded in a minute. They'll find us for sure. What happens if they find us? We're lucky, imprisoned in town, and put to work locally. What about if we're unlucky? We get taken to the Ebon Spire and interrogated for treachery against the Shining Dark. That doesn't sound good. It's not. We have approximately 30 seconds to decide what to do before they find us. <sighs> well then, Claire, you take care of these kids and get them home no matter what. What? Piper, Terrence, Albert, I love y'all, and I'm so proud of you. Now, Man Jack, what are you... Now, you three, don't you dare make a sound. Goodbye. Now, Man Jack! Jack! Quiet, kids. Men, we have something. Converge. Now, while Jack leads them away. But now, come on. Stop it. Oh, hey there, gentlemen. Lovely night. What are you doing in this restricted area? Oh, uh, sorry about that. I, uh, didn't know this was restricted. You expect us to believe that you're merely out for an evening stroll on the same night that the outpost was attacked, in the same vicinity as the insurgents fled? Oh, hey now. I don't know anything about that. Easy, Thatch. Who are you? My name's Jack. Jackson Northwood. But... Everyone just calls me Mountain Man Jack. Well, you're certainly in the right place for your namesake, Mountain Man. Though, Jack is a strange name for these parts, and you are strangely dressed. Oh, well, these are just overalls. Uh, what I mean is, you don't look like a villager from Moss Yis. Where are you from? Uh, Texas, originally. I've never heard of this Tex-Oz. The Lone Star State. Surely he lies, Commander. He's a rebel in disguise. Oh, I don't know about that. Why would a rebel dress to draw attention to himself? Or start whistling a tune when shining dark forces were clearly close by? You see, I promise, I don't mean y'all any ill will. I believe you. But, sir... However, I think our Lord Emperor Oak would be interested to hear more about you and where you come from. Well... Normally, I'd be happy to meet some new friends, but I'm afraid I've got some business in town I need to attend to, so I'll just... Oh, but I insist. It's not every day we meet someone so interesting as yourself, and Lord Oak just loves interesting things. Come, we'll escort you to meet him at the Ebon Spire. That's a mighty kind of you, but... Men, bring the shackles. We don't want our guest running off. Shackles, huh? And Thatch, take a detachment and patrol the town. Whether or not this man is in league with the insurgents or not, he may have helped cover their escape. Be thorough. Yes, Commander. Okay, there's the village. Hurry! Stop! Just stop! We have to go back now! We can't go back now. 
The Shining Dark has him. There's nothing more we can do right now. Well, we can't just do nothing. We're not doing nothing. We're getting to Tomcote and getting you kids home, just like Jack wanted. We can't just leave him here. Look, I want to help him too, but right now, we are ill-equipped to do so, and he told me to keep you guys safe. Miss Claire, may I point out that it will be very unsafe for me to run away from you into these woods to help Mountain Man Jack, which is exactly what I plan to do if you don't agree to help us retrieve him before we go home. Wow, Albert, defiant. Not sure that's a good thing. Sheesh, is this what my mom had to put up with me? Okay, fine. I guess if I were in your shoes, I'd feel the same way. Boy, this got out of control quickly. So what do we do? We get into town and out of sight. Then I call in a lot of favors. Wow, this place is out of a fantasy novel. I thought the same thing my first time. It's as if Inuits built their own version of Victorian London. The carved ice architecture is impeccable. What's that over there, across the frozen lake? Ruins of an ancient ice castle, where according to legend, a kind and merciful king once lived. Whoa. And this must be that insurgent attack those soldiers mentioned. It's the only structure in town made of stone and not ice. And it's completely destroyed. Fan out, men. I want you to look for anything suspicious. They found us! How? I don't know, but we're not exactly dressed like the locals. We stand out. Come on, let's get off the street. I know a place. Welcome to the frigid muskox, the finest inn from here to Jordan. How can I help you? Just stay here a minute. Do you plan to buy something? Can I get you a room, or are you just here for the atmosphere? I'd like some milk from the private reserve. Oh, really? What vintage? The Leyland vintage. I understand. Get your friends and meet me out back after my shift. Terrence, are you okay? You seem quieter than normal. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. You know, I, uh, I'm trying, I'm kind of trying not to lose it right now. Oh. We're in this crazy other world. Like, what is that? When did that become a thing? How is it even possible? Well, simple connections between areas of space that can be modeled as vacuum solutions to the Einstein field equation. That was a rhetorical question. Ah. And on top of that, Mount Man Jack has been captured by some crazy army right out of a fantasy TV show. And, and you guys seem to be handling it all way better than I am. Though I have been distracted by running quantum calculations in my head, I assure you I am concerned, Terrence. You think I'm handling it? Terrence, Mountain Man Jack is gone. I'm, I, I don't have a dad, you know? And Mountain Man Jack is like, he's, he's like, and I might not get to see him again. Okay, guys, we just have to wait till, oh, hold on. Is everything all right? Not really, no. Come on, let's find a table here in the common area. We just feel hopeless. This is all too much, but most of all, we might never see Mount Man Jack again. I mean, who knows what they're going to be doing to him. Terrence! You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're going to get through this, guys. Actually, our odds are... Albert! Sorry. Terrence, you said you feel hopeless? Yeah. Well, you know, as Christ followers, there's always hope. Yeah, but, I mean, 
We need an army to get Mountain Man Jack back. God hasn't sent an army of angels to help someone in a long time. Not that you know of. What do you mean? Maybe you guys know this already, but the scriptures say our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the unseen evil forces working against us. Angels and demons fight invisible battles around us all the time that we know nothing about. Then, why don't things always turn out well for us believers if God's sending his soldiers to fight for us all the time? If God is fighting battles for us, I mean, right now Mountain Man Jack is captured, why did God let that happen? Because we're still living in a sinful, fallen world, Albert. Satan and his helpers are still out there, and sinful humans are still exercising their free will to make evil choices that affect those around them. Well, I wish God would just come down and straighten out this whole mess himself. He will, Albert. But when he does, it'll then be too late for anyone to change their minds about trusting Jesus. The scriptures say in 2 Peter, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. But how does that help us now? It helps us to know that no matter what happens, there is a day coming when good will defeat evil. The wicked will be brought to justice, and all our suffering will end. Jesus said, don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul, and the one who believes in me will live, even though they die. But I don't want Mountain Man Jack to die. I don't either, Albert. And we're going to do everything in our power to stop that from happening. But there are two things I want you all to remember. Firstly, if worse comes to worse, we all know Jesus, and we all know we'll end up together with him in the end. Lastly, we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. No matter what happens out here, God will use it for our good. You understand me? Yes. yes. Okay, it looks like the innkeeper's shift is ending. Follow me. There it is, Mountain Man, the Ebon Spire. Little tall, don't you think? Thing looks like a skyscraper. A dark beacon shining out to the world. Seen for miles. Don't worry, we'll make sure you get a nice view from the top. My lord, Emperor Oak. Commander, I heard about the attack on our Mas Yis outpost. Is this the culprit? No, my lord. Then why are you here if the offenders have not been dealt with? My men will take care of it, my lord, but I found this one wandering the forest, and he told me something I thought would be of interest to you. I did? Oh, yes. What is your name, stranger? Mountain Man Jack. Hmm. An odd moniker. Tell the emperor where you're from, Mountain Man. <sighs> this all seems a bit repetitive. Tell him. Okay, okay. I'm originally from Texas, but... What did you say? Uh, I'm from Texas. You have done well, Commander. I see a promotion in your future. Thank you, my lord. Uh, what's all this about? Like I told your friend here, I don't got any quarrel with y'all. So, if you let me go... Of course, Mountain Man Jack. Of course. I'll be happy to let you go. Really? Oh. Well, thanks. Wait a moment. First... I need your help with something. 
Okay. Look, if you will, upon the tapestry hidden behind this curtain. Huh. Well, that's unexpected. The image is familiar to you, then? I'd sure hope so. That there's a map of the United States of America. Yes, I thought so. And this would be your native Texas? Is that right? Yep, sure is. Uh, see. How do y'all get a map of the USA out here? Everything here looks completely foreign to what we got in the States. A question for another time. The more pressing concern is your freedom. Right. The favor y'all wanted. You see, very soon, the armies of the Shining Dark will break through the <laughs> feeble fortifications of the enemy. We will take Tom Coat and then Joda, just as we have taken Kaloon, Angli, and Risenland before them. But we have no intention of stopping there. No, as you can clearly see, we have a map. We know there is another world out there ripe for the taking. So the favor that will earn you your freedom, Mountain Man Jack, you're going to tell me how you got here, and you are going to show me how I can follow you back. meeting someone. We're meeting someone in a strange city, in a back alley behind an inn, at night? Yes. Okay, good. Just pointing stuff out. No big. Alright, boss. What's this all about? Why are you calling on the pines? The pines? Pinus panaceae. A conifer plant. Albert, no. Not a literal pine tree. The pines are a secret society in Adhara that stretches back generations. I used a secret passphrase at the counter, Leyland, the name of a Pines hero from centuries ago. Fascinating. If you have to explain it to them, then they're outsiders. What right have ye to tell them about the secrets of the Pines? I'm Claire Callahan, the scribe. Oh my, begging your pardon, Miss Callahan. Your visage isn't as widely known as your legend. Otherwise, I would have recognized ye. Whoa, wait. So you're famous here? A little, in certain circles. Miss Callahan is a keeper of Adhara's history. A most honored position. But I, not to stop there, tis well known among the pines how ye travel from world to world. A legendary feat, to be sure. Yeah, well, these kids are from my world, too. Aye, you don't say. A pleasure to be meeting you, then. I need to get them back through the door in Tomcoat. We told you, Claire. We're not going without... Hold on, Terrence. I'm getting to it. Lady Claire... Surely ye know how hard it is to reach Tom Coat now. We're behind enemy lines as it is. It would be a dangerous journey. Aye, it will. Well, you're not going to like this next bit any better. Someone else from my world has been captured by the Shining Dark. Ah, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, well, we're uh, gonna need to talk to the Council. We'll need to perform a rescue operation before we go to Tom Coat. I was afraid you'd say that. The Council won't like the risk. Especially when we're spread so thin assist in the Adharan armies as it is. I know, but we need to try. Please. Alright, I'll take ye. I have horses in the stables farther young. Let's go. But let me put this on. Whoa, what's with the cape? What a pretty blue. Tis the official garb of the pines. Let all men know us. Do you have yours, Lady Claire? I do. But do you think that's such a good idea? We're behind enemy lines, like you said. Ah, let them see us, I say. They'll never catch my horses, and besides, it's good to let them know that we're still out here. 
fighting the good fight. Now off to the Sky Pines and to find your friend. Another world, kingdoms at war, this is one crazy adventure. I sure hope they can manage to rescue Mountain Man Jack. Claire did a good job of helping calm the base campers' fears with scripture. God is the one in our lives that will never change or fade away, even when everything in our life seems to be going wrong. His love will help us when we are afraid. Deuteronomy 31.8 says, It is the Lord who goes before you, and he will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. And David said in Psalm 23, 4, Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Listen to the next episode to see if the base campers will rely on these promises. Tales from Edhara, The Door, was written and directed by Evan David. Sound design was provided by Carter Warren and Trevor Jones. Our vocal talent included Evan David, Matt Fredericks, Melissa Hankins, Abe Krause, Phil Krause, Garrett Lee, Samuel Loving, Gabe Morse, Anna Nelson, Brent Paulus, and Allie Rich Creek. Aaron Paulus was our executive producer. I'm Megan. I hope you enjoyed the show. For more fun from the world of Basecamp, ask a parent and check out our website at lifeaction.org/basecamp, where you can find free coloring pages, additional audio dramas, and more. Basecamp Adventures is a presentation of Life Action. Hey there, kids. Isn't the world of base camp exciting? Want to experience more? Tales from Adhara, Discovered, is a captivating novel that will take you to a land where Sin the Camel, Marcus's Journey, and the Good Prince came to life. Join a young girl as she learns about the land of Adhara, meets a young boy named Caden, and uncovers a sinister plot. Buy your copy of this exciting book and find more base camp resources at lifeaction.org slash basecamp.